Hi. <laughs> Remember this podcast? I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been it's been a little rough over here, but hello, welcome back. Um, so we figured today that we would kind of just talk about something fun and <laughs> lighthearted. And so we're talking about food. Oh. I mean, who doesn't oh. love food? You don't get this large without food. <laughs> we are such foodies. And I don't know. We just thought it'd be fun to kind of chit chat about this because we have a lot of stories and just, I don't know, things we like with food. Yeah. So it's definitely something we bond over. Yeah. Probably too much. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, let's I'm trying to think, like, what would be my favorite food? Mm. What's yours? I feel like I have a few. No, you can only have one. Favorite. I I can't just pick one. Okay, you can have a couple. I lied. Okay. Pizza. Yep. Tacos. Specifically. Like, what do you mean? Like burrito? No, like. Like taco. Taco. Hard shell, soft shell. Soft shell. Amen. Yeah. Mighty taco? I mean, like, now you're getting into, like, there's a lot of variations of things Yeah, come I on. The like. people want specifics here. But, like, I like, like, I have my specifics at each place, but I just really enjoy Mexican food in general. Fair. Um, I don't know. I would say those are probably, like, my top two. Pizza and tacos? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much more basic than that. I know. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think if I'm, like, forgetting anything. I mean, I like a lot of foods, but I, I would say that's, like, my top two. Yeah. I do love, like, breakfast. Yeah. Like, I could list off a few favorites there. This is why you have to keep it limited, because I, I could literally name every food on the planet. I know. I have it's a shorter hard. list of foods I don't like. Okay, well, what's your favorite food? My favorite food... Hmm. Steak. Mm. Yeah. That's and another good one. I like steak. And then, like, my favorite food growing up, this is super, like, weird, but, like, it was lobster bisque. <laughs> super random. <laughs> I have no idea why. I know why, but I'm not going to share it because it's embarrassing as shit. But lobster bisque. Well, how do you, how do you say something like okay, that? Okay, you pulled my arm, whatever. And then not share So, it. it was before September 11th. My parents went to New York City. My dad had a conference and he was like a keynote speaker of some like educators thing or something. And I'll never forget, like it made me like it tangent real quick. It forced me back in the day to imprint a corporate like obsession with the Marriott chain of hotels, (laughs) which is why I am a gold member of the Marriott club. Um, Because we stayed in a Marriott hotel. I was like seven six 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 or seven something like that and we stayed at the marriott in Times square i have no idea why but like it just happened to be like my dad was in the right clubs in the right time and we got hooked up and we we went to dinner one night on the top of the world as it was called which was just like a 360 restaurant that like spun and the soup of the day was lobster bisque and i found out it was all you can eat and I tried my dad's soup, and that's all I ate that night. And I ate a lot. That's so funny. Soup. I've never heard that story I know. before. It's just super random. <laughs> but that was my favorite food growing up. Chicken fingers was a secondary. Mm. But now I would say it's steak, the nugs. Mm. I do love me some nugs, like too. McDonald's nugs are pr- premier. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love a good French fry too. Yeah. Notice I never named a vegetable. (laughs) It's a purpose, on purpose. Mm, But, yeah, those are probably my favorite foods are steak, nugs, and fries. Because steak and fries, that's Mm. pretty international. Nugs and fries is pretty horrible, but I'm going to eat it, especially when I've been drinking. So funny. Do we include drinks on this food conversation? We can. Like, do we really want to get into the pairings of things? (laughs) Cause like we'll go there. Whatever you want to do. Whatever I want to do. No, we'll we'll save that. I think we have like an alcoholics like conversation where we're gonna talk about our favorite boozes and you know fun <laughs> stories. But anyway, yeah, food. Yeah, it's funny though. Like I feel like growing up, 
I like I really was not a cook. I didn't know how to cook at all. And but I like always loved food and like my family, like everyone, they were like really good cooks, like everyone around me. Every like holiday or gathering had a bunch of really great food. So I never I don't know. I just like never learned how to cook. I don't know why. Um, My mom would always make fun of me because when I was like, you know, like a teenager, young adult, like to feed myself, it would always have to be like microwave things or things you could easily just like pop in an oven. Mm -hmm. And my mom would always like make fun of me and she'd call me the microwave queen but that was like all that I really did. And then when we like started living on our own and things like that, like obviously I had to feed myself. <laughs> so that was like interesting for a while. I kind of relied again on my microwave and oven things. But then when you and I, Jake, started living together and we got our like first house, I really like learned a bit how to cook like through HelloFresh mm-hmm. at the time. I mean, this was so long ago, like HelloFresh wasn't as popular or known, I feel, as it is now. I feel like it was still pretty like new. This was like 2013. Yeah, like it was a while no, ago. 2013. And it was just something that I saw and I thought it was cool. And so we started doing it and I just I fell in love with it because it honestly like taught me how to cook, like not to be funny, but like, I don't know, like in the recipes, they give you like tips or just I don't know, like I picked up things and I really learned from doing HelloFresh. And I also relied a lot on Pinterest as well. Like I love me a good Pinterest recipe. Mm Um, Which are so hit and miss. Like, they are. I can't. I can't even tell you how many times we've made Pinterest meals that looked like they were going to be amazing, and then you take a bite, and you're like, no. I feel like I've been pretty lucky. Like I, I feel like usually they're pretty good, but I have had some misses yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, and then I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't call myself like an amazing cook now, but like. I feel like I can cook some good food, but Mm -hmm. I I need a recipe. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's two types of people. Like, I feel like there's people that can take absolutely random things and, like, turn it into something amazing. Like, they don't need a recipe. Mm -hmm. And they just, like, I don't know, literally just scrounge their fridge and pantry and can, like, come up with something amazing. Or there's people like me who, like, can cook if they have a recipe. I feel like that just is, like, a... The people who can do that are just a like seasoned enough chef from cooking recipes for so long that eventually you start to like realize that there's patterns. Like you always salt blank and you always yeah. pepper blank and you always use olive oil when you do something in the pan. And then next thing you know, you've kind of got the basics figured out and then flavors start to kind of mix and match where you know that, hey, chicken with chili sauce, like from a bottle could taste amazing if you mix it with something else because you've made that that sauce before yeah and you just once you open your fridge you're like i don't know what i want to eat today you just plot a bunch of random shit and then you just can see kind of the puzzle pieces coming together just because you've cooked nine thousand different recipes and there's usually a common theme to all of them yeah at least that's how i think i feel like i throw stuff together pretty randomly yeah. But I definitely don't do it to like the degree that you're talking about. Like I've seen your mom do some pretty really random shit where it's just like, how did you think of that? Oh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I like I wish I was like that because I think it's so cool to just like, oh, I have these five things in my fridge that are going bad that I need to use up. That would and make a great like, shepherd's pie. Yeah. Like <laughs> I am not that kind of girl. Um, I rely heavily on recipes, but I, I feel like I've come a long way from like the microwave queen. Um, I mean, I've even hosted a lot of like big family meals and stuff that I feel like I've pulled off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've come a long way. <laughs> I have a confession to make. What? I didn't name one of my favorite foods and I need to because I feel like I've been a, f- a fraud. Oh, what? Turkey sandwiches. Oh, oh my God. I love them. You are obsessed with I the turkey love sandwich. Them. That, that was honestly the first thing I learned how to make. <laughs> it wasn't cereal. It wasn't mac and cheese. It was a turkey sandwich. And it, it changed my life forever. 
I literally eat them almost every day. I honestly have never met someone that eats a turkey sandwich as much I as, could, as you. I could, if I had to choose one food to eat for the rest of my life, it would be a turkey sandwich. <laughs> like, if you're like, hey, you can have one food forever, that's it. And it'll be the most healthy. You could eat as much as you want, one food for the rest of your life, and it would be like eating a perfect diet. Could you pick something? I could. Turkey sandwich. <laughs> Breakfast, turkey sandwich. Lunch, okay, a turkey sandwich. Dinner, how about a turkey sandwich? Triple decker, mm-hmm, sounds good. <laughs> I can go there. But that was you definitely, really like, I think one of my first foods that I learned how to cook was a sandwich. Actually, I was thinking about it. You were talking about how you're the queen of microwave. Mm-hmm. If you're the queen, I'm definitely the prince. <laughs> because when I was in high school, my mom literally would buy like the family pack of um, lean pocket pizzas. <laughs> Not hot pocket. No, no, no. Lean pocket. <laughs> had to watch it. <laughs> and she had this drawer in the freezer. And it was basically like, you do you, boo. If you hungry, I don't want to hear it. Go get your food. And here's the drawer. <laughs> And there would always be like a lot of like up to like twenty lean pockets in there, and it was hilarious because every time I would come home from school, I'd make a lean pocket before like like we're talking like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'd have a lean pocket. What the hell was wrong with me? And then my friends would come over. We'd have lean pockets. Sometimes we'd have two at a time. It was gross, and I was like a pretty in shape teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. So I I learned real quick like the. the the expert uh, mode on lean pockets on how long exactly it was two minutes and 15 seconds in the microwave. I'll never forget it because I literally, I've probably eaten a hundred of them. No, that's way too little. I've probably eaten a thousand of them. And yeah, so I understand, but I think my very first cooking memory that I can recall was when we lived out in the country and I was like four or five i think it was like four i don't know why i remember this i think it was because it was so traumatic to me (laughs) but i remember my mom made like a bomb mac and cheese once and i was like oh shit i can do that like you just boil water like that's fucking easy and i didn't realize that like what you boil water in is kind of important (laughs) so for if you don't know you know well if you know then you know if you don't you don't (laughs) bison chip dip right mm. delicious it's Ugh. like that sour cream and onion so dip good. that you dip your chip in um yeah I, I found in the in the dishwasher a empty cleaned bison chip dip container <laughs> filled it with water threw that bitch on the gas stove no. lit it up <laughs> and started boiling water sat my little ass in my diaper or whatever. I don't know if I was wearing a diaper then. Probably not. Four years old? No. 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 Not I don't know. My mom might beg to differ. I was kind of a pain in the ass with potty training. Um, and I mixed that bitch with a bamboo spoon. And my mom turned the corner and was like, what the hell? I'm like, mac and, mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the day I lost my cook privileges for like 10 years. Oh my god! Yeah, they let me back in when I could cook lean pockets. So I was on a strict no no chef policy. Oh my god! That was probably like okay. I've had some some disasters happen with food, and that his hands down mac and cheese is not my friend. No, it's because not. I have made mac and cheese with a plastic cup. <laughs> Granted, I did not finish the food. I was I was stolen from that experiment. <laughs> But I have actually burned macaroni and cheese. Like you actually almost started like it was a house on fire. fire. <laughs> like recently. Fuck you, TikTok and your little trends. Because I took a shitload of macaroni, put it in a baking pan, filled it up with water, filled it up with, put a block of Velveeta cheese in it. It was like this, this like viral video, and I was like, oh fuck, that looks so good. And I tried it, and I put some breadcrumbs on the top afterward to, to broil it. And I've broiled mac and cheese before. This isn't like a new thing to me. I know what the broiler is. It's a fuck. It's a flame <laughs> exposed to cook the top of something to a crisp. And I put it in there, and I don't know if Velveeta is like napalm or what, but that thing started on fire, and it was burnt black. And we had to throw the like. It took like what, like two hours to cook this mac and cheese. Yeah. Goodbye. Like, it was, like, actually up in flames in the oven. Like, yeah. I was, start the house on fire. No. 
Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I would say that those were definitely, like, like that was my first experience. That was probably my favorite memories we're making. Oh, my God, my friend would come over and we would make mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh, my God. That's it was so horrific. Disgusting. He literally ate once, like, three mayonnaise sandwiches in, like, a, like a sleepover. Oh, my God. It was horrible, but it was hilarious because I'm just sitting there watching it. The kids also one of those that like can eat a like like a like ten burgers mm. and doesn't gain a pound. But then I ate a banana. I was like, <laughs> and he, so he ate three mayonnaise sandwiches once, and then there was another time he literally. I'm, I'm not even kidding, Miranda. My mom could have killed him. He ate an entire loaf of bread in one night making peanut butter sandwiches. Oh just was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> triple decker. Oh, let's go with the quadruple. See what happens. Oh, I don't even God. know if he survived. <laughs> like I saw him, but I don't know if that was actually him or if he just like avatared into another body. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Like I like mayo, but like I could not eat a mayo sandwich. And I like peanut butter. I know that's going to make some people hate mayonnaise. I know. Like they gag at the thought of it. Yeah. Like, he ate half a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah, like, that's just kind of (laughs) gross. Like I said, I like it, but, like, not like that. Um, And same with peanut butter. Like, I like peanut butter. I can do peanut butter on crackers, but the thought of, like, peanut butter with bread and no jelly is, it just... It's it's exquisite, actually. It just kind of sounds and tastes dry to me. (laughs) And it was, like, on, like, Wonder Bread, basically. (laughs) Like it was like the Wegmans brand Wonder yeah. Bread, and it, I don't even I don't understand. Mm. But yeah, that was my my real child, and I learned a lot from my dad and my sister. My sister's a really good baker. She is. Oh um, my gosh! And my dad was always the cook. Like my mom is a microwave queen, <laughs> so like her meals would always be like and microwave I'm, queens unite. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> hey, there's a place for it, and it's like, how do you want to make food with the littlest effort possible, but still happy people? <laughs> microwave, um, like Boston Market, that was her jam. Um, and it wasn't a bad thing. She just was not a fan of the cooking experience. I think now she's a little bit different because she has time, like to really like think it through. Because she's been coming like more ex- adventurous with that. Yeah. But yeah, a good old fashioned, uh, you know, reheater in the in the microwave. And that's <laughs> that's you know, or or I made my famous potato salad. Yeah, yeah, I bought it from the store and added celery. <laughs> Deal with it. And there is some like meals that have to be made like that, like beans, like beans from a can are are it. Don't don't try any harder. <laughs> They're it. But like, um, I mean, what what do you think? Like, because because we've barbecued a lot. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, we made beans at our barbecue for your sister recently. Mm-hmm. Those were pretty good. And they were just canned. Mm-hmm. But we've done a lot of barbecuing. Mm-hmm. We have. We've done a lot. Like, oh, dude, Chevetta's chicken. But I feel like not everyone knows what I that know. is. It's it's <laughs> basically like a vinegar marinated. It's not actually vinegar, but it's a vinegar based marinade. It just oh, it's, it makes the chicken just like juicy. There's something about it. It's oh, really good. I think I think another like regional term for it is speedy chicken mm. with speedy sauce or speedy marinade. Yeah, it's I think similar. it's another one. That's always good. Um, and we oh we made kebabs the other night. Those mm. were shish kebabs. Oh, those were really good. Those were good. That was your I think recipe mm-hmm. that you found. Those were really good. Yeah, we did. What was it? Chicken with the um, onion and pepper. No, we didn't do pepper. We, didn't do pepper. we did onion, pineapple, pineapple, and chicken. That's right. Um, I don't like peppers on a shish kebab. I know that's like blasphemous um quick pro tip if you soak the shish kebab sticks in water before you like skewer them and then put it on the grill you'll thank me yeah that's a really important tip um but yeah so we did that with the chevettas um and then barbecue sauce and it was oh my god it was so it was good, so good. do we do bacon too yes yes, yes. bacon pineapple onion because i remember chicken. i made a couple that were miranda bacon and a couple that were jake bacon <laughs> 
So, all right, there's a feud in this household and the correct texture of bacon. <laughs> I believe the rawer, the better. Oh, my God. Oh, if, if you ain't pulling it through your teeth Gross. when you eat it, Ew. oh, it ain't right, girl. Oh, my God, my skin is crawling. Oh, my God. See, no, I, I like it to be crispy. Mm, me too. Like, no, I don't want it to be, like, chewy. I want it to be crispy. No. Oh no, no! It has to be bubble crisp. gum. Ew. Bubble gum bacon. Oh god! <laughs> mm. That's vile. but there is one that you and I will agree on, and that's when we do our baked chicken. When you put it on the little like cookie tray, mm-hmm. and like you put brown sugar all over it, and you bake it in the oven. Oh, when you mean not baked chicken, you mean baked. Oh Jesus, bacon. baked bacon! I was like, what are you talking? I'm about? not well. There's just so many foods and I get confused and excited. Yeah, so that is one of my favorites that if you get like a a baking sheet, like a cookie sheet, and you put like your raw pieces of bacon on it and then you sprinkle um, brown sugar Mm -hmm. and then you put it in the oven. Oh, candy gets. Yeah, it's It's so good because it, it has like that sweet caramelized like sugar on it. But then it's like crispy, and then it's like you know has like the grease from the bit. Ba- oh my god, it's so. Is good. it light brown sugar, brown sugar, or dark brown sugar? I think it's light. It's brown. light brown sugar. Okay. And you don't need a lot. You just need enough to like dust the top of it. It's so good. It's so good. You should try it. If you it's, haven't, it takes you forever try though. Three fifty in the oven, light dusting. I mean, it doesn't half an take hour? like that half long. An hour? I mean, it takes longer than if you were to pan fry it. But I also think like it doesn't get as messy when you put it in the oven. You obviously have to like drain the grease out of like the, immediately. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be chiseling it off. But like, you don't have all like the splatter like all over your stove. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is that is the that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what else. I mean. We, I feel like we grill often, not as much as we used to, just because we've been a little busy. But like burgers and hot dogs, Salem's hot dogs are the best hot dogs on the planet. I will fight you if you disagree. <laughs> I'm sorry, but any good hot dog, like I remember, guy, guys, diners, drive-ins, and dives had a hot dog restaurant on like the west coast, and it was the best hot dog restaurant in the west area, like west region. And he admitted he uses Salen's hot dogs. Wait, really? Yes. And there's a reason why they're the best because people in fucking Portland or whatever were like, this is the best hot dog stand I've ever been to. And it was a restaurant. It was like an upscale one. But he was using Salen's. They are really good. I'm sorry. They are. They are. They're better than Ballpark Franks. They are the goat. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, the other thing I was thinking of was that with the barbecue stuff, remember that one time the smoker died because I had one of those electronic like master built ones Mm -hmm. and we bought ribs and your grandma was over and (laughs) really wanted like she really was like excited about ribs but then the fucking smoker died like the day before I was going to like I wanted to test it and make sure it was good. So I was like, you know what? We'll just grill them. We'll do them low and slow. We'll put them in a little tin foil and go and you know, no big deal. Well. I had the genius idea to create what's called a smoke tube out of tinfoil where you just take wood chips and you light it on fire and you roll it up and like poke holes in the tinfoil and then it smokes to give it that smoky flavor. And then I put it on the grill on low and then left the entire house to go help my neighbor move this like gigantic piece of marble countertop pieces that he got. And I came back to the grill literally pouring flames out the sides. I remember like frantically trying to call you. Yeah. Being like, um, I think like something is going like horribly wrong. And it did. <laughs> Burned to a crisp. And it was so funny because you were like talking up these ribs like all day. And my grandma was like so excited. And she was like, oh my gosh, okay, like I'm going to have these ribs. Like you're talking it up. It's going to be so good. And the smoker died. And then. It completely went to shit. It completely like burned them like black, like charred, like yeah, like just it was a mess. And then my grandma just made fun of you the entire night. She still does. She still does. It's been like six, five years. She like will not let it go because it was so funny. She is the cutest little old like Italian woman. And she's like, 
what the, what the fuck were you doing? You can't just leave. Your cook doesn't leave a station. And I was I, like, she's very nice. Like, she was doing it to, like, bully me in a little loving way. And I still, I, like, every once in a while, she'll just surprise me and be like, remember that one time you fucked up those ribs? And I will literally <laughs> die laughing every time. Yeah, that was a good. We, like, had to order Chinese food that yep. night. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a disaster. Yeah. But you know what you're really good at, hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, are um, charcuterie boards. Mm. Like, because you're like the little snack queen. I am. I love my snacks, and I love a charcuterie board. Like, pretty much if you come to my house for, like, anything, the snack on Appetizer deck game will, is, yeah. Oh. Like, I will have snacks, I will have a dip, and probably some sort of charcuterie board. You make those um, crock pot meatballs, too. Those are really good. Yeah, so it's, like, really easy, and it's my favorite. It's actually more of, like, it started off as, like, a Christmas appetizer that I would make. Um, And then it just, I don't know, everyone loves them. But you literally get frozen meatballs, and you get, like, okay, I know people think this is disgusting, but you know, like the canned, um, like cr- jello, like cranberry sauce. Yeah. So like you, where you like tap it out and like. Yes, and it's like this. Yeah. And you can still see the imprint of the can on it. Yes. Foul. I honestly love that stuff. I don't care. It's Make horrible. fun of me. I love it. But this recipe, so you get a can of that, your frozen meatballs, and then barbecue sauce. And you put it all in a crock pot and you mix it up and the cranberry sauce and the barbecue sauce becomes like this amazing, like sweet and savory sauce for the meatballs. I can and eat it's, 50 it's of them. so good. And like so many people have had them and they're always like, oh my God, like what is this? It's amazing. And it's like the easiest thing. And it's like a weird combination, but it like it really works. It's legit. Like, you know how some people, they think of, like, the holidays and they're like, oh, I love my Christmas cookies or, oh, that is the tradition that will never die. Is those, are those, that is your. I always make those. And then also, because your aunt just brought it up and it's, it's also another thing I feel that I'm known for is my bacon wrapped stuffing bites. Dude. Those are also another must. Oh my God. I have a fourth favorite food. It's. Stuffing. I <laughs> you, forgot about you that. You are obsessed with stuffing. Obsessed. So again, people might cringe at this, but the stove top stuffing can't be beat, honestly. But say, wait, say it again for the people all over the planet. Stove, stove top, top stuffing cannot be beat. It is the I don't care what your mm-hmm. grandmother's 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 recipe for stuffing is. Stove top will beat it every time. It's just there's Blind something about it. Blind taste testing will beat it every it's time. It's so good. But anyway, so you make the stovetop stuffing. Yes, the boxed stuffing. Oh, you make so it. And then basically you just make like little like bite-sized balls of the stuffing. And then you take bacon, raw bacon, and you wrap the raw bacon around the little stuffing balls. And then you put it in the oven. You put a toothpick through it. Yes, you put a toothpick through it to, like, keep it together. And then you put it in the oven, and the bacon cooks, and then it's just, like, this savory oh my god, bacon-wrapped stuffing. Salt. But it's so good. So good. So good. I have to note that if anybody's listening that wants in on some of these recipes, you just have to give us a comment on our Instagram. I'm more than... I am not gatekeeping anything <laughs> here, because it was gatekept from me, and I had to find out the hard way. <laughs> Or it was not gate kept, and there's a reason because the world needs it to be a better place. And Absolutely. those stuffing wrapped bacon, delicious, the meatballs. Oh. And honestly, both of those appetizers that I'm talking about, I honestly found the recipes on Pinterest. See, they're not all bad. Yeah, they're not all bad. But there's a lot that have fallen flat. There is. But those, those two are, are just... some good ones that honestly, like, people like talk about. Mm hmm. So those are good ones. I feel like you're just really good at Thanksgiving in general. Like <laughs> Thanksgiving is honestly like one of my favorites. That's such a bitch, but you're really good at it. And it's funny because like I don't know why <laughs> I'm good at well, it. Just really because, organized. Because like I said, like I'm not really like a cook, but for some reason, 
why, but like hosting and like, I don't know, putting food together for a lot of people. Like I just thrive at and Mm -hmm. I don't know why because I feel like it should be the opposite. But I and I like enjoy it. Remember that one year when we were making Thanksgiving and I might gatekeep this recipe because it's kind of like a family traditional one. It's the cheesy oh, potatoes. Say, I need to talk about the cheesy potatoes. But it's one of those recipes. It's like everybody makes the fucking cheesy potatoes. It's the ones yeah. with the corn chips in them. Yeah. I'm just not telling you how we do it <laughs> because that's gatekept. But it's it's cornflake cheesy potatoes. Yeah. We could not find cornflakes in the <laughs> oh world. Gosh, like we tried four stores. And, of course, it was a couple days before Thanksgiving, so it wasn't exactly, like, a prepped. But we used Frosted Flakes that one year. Yeah. I think it was on accident. It was definitely on accident. But, holy shit. It actually was really good. It was potato candy. (laughs) It was really good. Everybody definitely needed to, like, check their blood sugar that day, but, like, it was... Leave it to us to just make something even worse we just said fuck it we were like <laughs> let's try it if it sucks we're just be like oh well there are no corn chips so it was either muck or this and it was like no it's actually like this kind of slaps this is good i actually forgot about that like it makes me want to like make it just to try it one more time <laughs> see if we remember it right yeah okay kind of sell me harder <laughs> say less so good well so all right so what is like the weirdest stuff that we've made Oh my god. Oh, you know, some of the weird shit is like the shit I bring home. Oh my god, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. So Ugh. I'm not even gonna say like alert here, but like I'm a hunter, I'm a fisherman. It is what it is. If you have a problem with it, I'm more than happy to have a discussion with you because I do feel like there's both sides to the story here I'd love to talk about. But side tangent off of with that. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point in another episode, but um, there there are so many things that I can cook that are wild game. Like, not even just, like, what I come home with when I go, but, like, bison meat, venison, um, turkey. Like, wild turkey is hands down the greatest turkey you'll ever eat ever in your entire life. If you like dark meat turkey, the whole turkey is dark meat because it has no other choice than to, like, be dark meat. It's honestly crazy. It's amazing. And I'm like disappointed that I have yet to bring you a turkey to try. Yeah, I've never, I have not had that. All right, I have to do that this spring. Oh my gosh. I have to, I have to show you. And it's, okay, so also too, for people that don't know, I grew up like no one in my family, like my dad is not a hunter. Mm -mm. Like, so the whole like wild game stuff is like something i am not used to at all um and it's i'm i'll never be used to it it's weird (laughs) but like i've gotten used to it a little bit at and we've been together almost 11 years Mm -hmm. but it's still a little rough for me but yeah it's i figured i think we figured out a good way to like handle it i guess like i don't bring it in in peace you know, like I bring it in like it comes from the grocery store. It just happened to come from the field. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, well, you know, it can't be perfect. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, we'll probably save that for another episode because there's a lot of nuance to that. But um, I, I'll never forget my dad. This is so funny. And like if anyone knows my dad, they're going to laugh when they hear this story. So my dad is a he was a really big fly fisherman, like loved to fish. And I'll never forget, he he caught these massive brown trout one spring and brought them home. And, like, same day, he filleted them up, cooked them. He was a great fly fisherman. He wasn't the best with his knife skills. Mm. So if you don't know, flaying fish, fresh fish, like if you buy one from, like, the store that's, like, frozen and staring at you, there are, like, a bajillion little bones in these fish. And if you don't know what you're doing or if you're not good at what you're doing, Sorry, Dad. You get little, like, bones that are, like, the size of splinters that, like, mm-hmm. somehow find their way right into your gum every yeah. time. And I remember we came home once, and my dad was finishing his meal. And he's like, oh, perfect timing. You guys want to stay for dinner? And I looked at Miranda, and she looked at me, and she was like, no. And I'm like, this is not a choice. This was, like, newly in a relationship. This was, like, three too. months in. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is a test. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you, if you eat this food with a smile on your face, you'll never have to buy my dad's love ever again. <laughs> and you sat there and you ate that trout. And, and like I and like I said, like I 
at the time too was not a big fish person I've come a long way with that but also like I have never eaten fish like that Mm -hmm. ever so like not only was this like my first experience eating fish that like someone caught that day and like handled it themselves but I was also like nervous because like I was trying to like impress your dad. It was so funny. <laughs> but like you you did. You ate it and you had bones hit your gums and then you Oh, it was rough. You you every time it happened you'd give me this side eye. And here's the thing about my dad. He knew every single time you hit a bone. <laughs> because it, it's unmis like anybody who knows is it's unmistakable to a newbie hitting a bone because you you literally like you make a body language move that's it's it's immediately like it's it's the easiest tell because you'll be eating and all of a sudden you just kind of like put your fork down <laughs> who does that if you're eating like you usually hang on to your fork you put your fork down you sit up and you're like like with your no, tongue it was i again like so sorry chuck but like <laughs> when i was eating every bite like my tongue and my gums were getting like jabbed by like I was not, a you were not the only thing. one either. It wasn't like he it like was, sabotaged you. It was rough. And like and like I said, I, I have never like eaten this, so I didn't really know like what to do, but I also knew like I didn't want to be rude. But so like here I am like trying to like You eat ate like a whole fillet. It was rough. Like I was miserable. And I was like, mmm, so good. Thank you. <laughs> and it was not, it was not like, like, cause you've had the fish that I've made. Yeah. It was not that. No. It was very bland. Mm-hmm. It was depression yeah, food. Yeah. You, <laughs> you are, Jake, you're a really good cook, honestly. And you have like a lot of flavor in your food. It was bland. But yeah, your, your dad was. Was known to not have that's okay. a lot of flavor he did his in best. his food. He did teach he did. me the ways, <laughs> but I I I like I beat Yoda here. Yeah. So yeah, that that's one of my favorite trout like food rough. stories. And it took a long time to trust me after that. Oh yeah. I was like I would bring home trout and I'd be like, Oh, we're gonna eat and you'd be like, Fuck that and I'm like, All right, I guess I'm gonna eat this whole thing I by myself. Still like am not really about it. But there was at one time I went ice fishing. This is that's sketchy as shit, by the way. I'm gonna do it for yeah. the rest of my life, though. I walked out um ha- like a mi- like a mile off of Lake Erie, a mile on ice, and He's caught crazy. these like small fish that are called perch. And I made perch tacos. Can't tell me those weren't good. Ritz cracker, pan fried. They were, fish but, but the thing is, is like for me with like the fish, if you like pair it with like the Ritz crackers or you like dress it up really well like I'll eat it because yeah. it's good or or the what's that one that I made the uh that salmon with the mayonnaise oh and my god that is my favorite and you haven't made it in so well, long I mean I haven't had a salmon it's salmon season pretty soon so I'm just saying bring home a little fishy fish so good um yeah that's a really good one but uh, I brought home deer before, like deer meat, and I think I've gotten re- like I started shaky, and I think I've nailed deer meat for you for us. It has yeah. to be deer sausage, where I can like flavor it with some pork fat and like you know put cheese bites in it, make cheesy dogs. And actually, this year, if I get one, which who knows, we'll see. I'm taking it to a local sausage maker, and they're gonna make Reuben sausage. Oh. That sounds so good. Dear diary. <laughs> um, but like I remember uh you got me that sous vide mm-hmm. and I cooked the venison in that and it tastes like roast beef. Yeah, honestly, like it's better than roast beef. The sous vide is amazing when you make steak and venison. Mm-hmm. Like it's everything else is unmatched. It's like it's if you ever have lamb, you know how it's like got that gamey flavor? Mm-hmm. That's what deer tastes like when you're done right. It has that lamb lightness to it. Um, oh, so good. I think the only other time I've ever really tortured you, though, was uh, when I brought the pheasants home. Oh, my God. And I, oh, it's like the oh, best. That's so good, though. I'm still traumatized. We still have some. Mm-mm. Oh, come on. So the whole thing It's like this, turkey and chicken melted together. No, I'm just... It ruined it for me. I... See, I was pregnant. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know... When you're pregnant, sometimes certain smells and things just make you, like, extra sick. So, again, like, this stuff is not my favorite to begin with. And it was it was literally during a work day. It was lunchtime. It was fresh as shit. I and needed to eat it. 
Jake came downstairs to make himself lunch because we work from home. And, well, I did. That's another story for another <laughs> day. <laughs> um, but he comes downstairs and he's like, oh, I'm going to like make pheasant like it's fresh it's there i'm it's a hungry normal wednesday. yeah like in our house that apparently that's like a normal wednesday lunch situation um and i was like okay i mean like whatever like here's jake doing his crazy shit you know he starts cooking this thing and like i said i am pregnant in the smell of it which like again I, I think it was just amplified because i was pregnant absolutely but, like, it made me gag so bad. Like, I could not even stand being in the house. <laughs> I had to go stand outside. And it was, like, cold outside. It was, at that point, it was too little too late. Like, it wasn't like I could stop. There was no going back. It and was, it was, it, it was I had to finish horrible. it. I was, like, trying to work. I was fumigated <laughs> out of my own house. And I was standing outside, like, trying not to gag and, like, throw up. Because the smell was so disgusting to me. And then he was trying to get me to, to try it. I mean, you've tried some weird shit like, I've given you oh that you like. Oh my god, I like can't even like manage the smell of this right now. And you want me to like try it? Uh-uh. Oh Advice my god. to any of my outdoorsman Ugh. friends. And this goes for the ladies as well. Well, I, yeah, I guess this would go for anybody who's outdoorsy. If you live with a pregnant person, Ugh. just don't even fucking try it. Yeah, just like wait till they go don't. do something outside of the house, cook the shit out of it, leave all the windows and doors it's open for at so least twenty four hours, and then so then you can have bad. your meal. So good. So I made bad. schnitzel, pheasant schnitzel, and it was divine. And I wouldn't know because I could not try. We're it. doing it this year. No, to be honest, like that whole experience kind of like ruined it for me. Yeah, but you don't like I, the thought of it makes me want to like gag. Yeah, but I could make it, and then you come home or something, and then it's just there. You don't see the process because I've tricked know. you several times like that, and it's not tricking you in a it's negative. It's mean. It's not mean. It is mean. It's I'm <laughs> tricking you, but I'm not saying like here's chicken, and then it's like actually that was pheasant. <laughs> no, it's like I make it. It's a present, and then I go, all right. So you see this? Doesn't this look good? Yeah, it's insert game meat. Would you like to try it? And by the time you've had time to process what it is, and then how it looks delicious. Because you are adventurous with food, even though you're picky sometimes. I have made, um, remember that one time, this is, okay, I made you um, jalapeno poppers mm -hmm. that were uh, jalapenos cut in half, de-seeded, with like a cream cheese sauce mm -hmm. in it, and then I put a slice of woodcock, which is a small game bird, on it. And you ate it, and you're like, this isn't actually bad. Yeah, again, it's for me, it's like the thought. It's like mind over matter. It is. Like when I think about what I'm eating, I'm not about it's, it. It's why I don't have a problem with people being vegan because I understand. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like it But just, it's so delicious. But like when I don't think about it and I like ate it, it like it, it was okay. It was not okay. It was awesome. It was good. It was good. But like. <laughs> if you could see her mm. face right now, she's squinting so hard. <laughs> um. <coughs> But yeah, and if anybody wants any advice on how to cook that game meat, if you're new into the world, I'm happy to, like I said, hit us up on Instagram. I'll talk to you about it. But my recommendation for the kind of cookbook, and even if you don't go out hunting or fishing, you just want a good book on how to like cook game meats like bison or uh, salmon or you know any of those fish that you can get from the store. There's a book by Stephen Ranella called Meat Eater Cookbook, um, and it. It goes into the depths on like how to process all your food and everything, but it, it's it's an elevated like cookbook. It's not like some redneck book. Uh, he really does take kind of a French cuisine approach to it, which is where a lot of my recipes have come from and why I think you enjoy the game meat as much. It's not just like yeah. I made it into a stew. <laughs> it's it's like it's elevated. But you were you were talking about the sous vide. That's another elevated one. I don't know if people know what sous vide is. Mm. I mean, I kind of didn't know until you got me one and we both kind of figured it out together but that is the shit yeah. sous vide it's really good and i feel like we've done a lot with a few things but there's so much we haven't even tried with we've never it. done fish in it i know that's what it's made for too. i know like we have not tried a lot of things that people swear by yeah and and the best example that's easily attainable to try sous vide without having to buy the equipment um, is if you go to Starbucks and for breakfast, they have those egg bites. Mm. Those are sous vide. 
they they come in in plastic made and preformed and then they just heat it up in the, the in the water that's mm-hmm. sous vide it's it's vacuum sealed and it's blanched and when you bring it out it just tastes so good i've made homemade sous vide egg bites oh, in so my little good. mold and it is it's complicated it takes an hour it, to make it, eggs. yeah like it's it's not a i quick have to thing. really like you to make them <laughs> but it is really good and then the steak obviously that's money I yeah. did that pork butt once in mm-hmm. sous vide where I smoked it. That was it. also really That good. was the first time where I actually could like push with my hand and it just, it fell apart. There mm-hmm. was no pulling. It was pushing. Yeah. And then the bone just like slid right. Oh my God. Mm. But I feel like when, when it comes to like barbecue smoking or whatever, I, I have a smoker that I've used that's not working. We mm. keep it in the garage now. Um, but like. You actually had an instance the other night where you made something and it was fantastic. And you're like, eh, I don't really know if I if this is any good. And I was like, no, this is fucking delicious. This is like, well, it's supposed to be teriyaki. And I was like, yeah, no shit. It's teriyaki as hell. And that's like me with smoking stuff. Like, I've made some money ribs. Oh, my God. Some money pork butts. So good. And I'm just like, eh, they were okay. And, like, people are like, these are the best ribs I've ever had in my entire life. Shout out Meat Church for your rubness. So good. But like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm just around it the whole day that it just kind of like disgusts me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. That is a good point because like I feel like there's been a handful of times where like I've made something and I'm like, eh. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. And I, I feel like because you're you're touching it the whole time and you're you're constantly smelling it. Yeah. That you almost need to like, like. Like, take ginger and shove it up your nose and eat it. Like, that's the only way to, like, reset your palate. Yeah. Because you've been surrounded by the smoke and the steam and all that for who knows how long. Yeah. But. It's weird. I will say there's one thing that you've done where you do make it and you don't have that problem. And that's crockpot food. Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with the crockpot. And I feel like. It's so like a that was so like long ago thing. Like I feel like everyone now is using like the Instapots and like all this stuff. I don't know. I love the crock pot. It's classic. Yeah. It's easy, yeah. and I use it a lot. You're so if you're so we're from the Buffalo area originally. We don't mm-hmm. live there anymore, but there's a taco restaurant. And that's putting it really generously. It's called it's fast food. It's fast food. It's called <laughs> <laughs> it's called Mighty Taco. It's like any of those like local taco restaurants mm-hmm. that like no one's ever heard of. But if you if you know you know. And there is a there's a burrito there. It's called the Nacho Buffito. It's well, you worked there. Tell me a little <laughs> I, bit about it. I did work there when I was sixteen. You were a taco queen. It was my first job. Um yeah, I mean, so the nacho buffito is just like a buffalo sauce chicken with um, the one that you like. Yeah, is the nacho buffito. Um, so the blue it's the, cheese. Yeah, the buffalo oh. style chicken. It, there's blue cheese, nacho cheese. There's like crushed corn chips. Um, I'm trying to think like hot sauce. Yeah, Frank's. Yeah. It's just cheese. It's, like there's like a lot of just, cheese. It's just yeah, it's it's a buffalo wing and a tortilla. Yeah. So good. It is really good. And you have the closest homemade representation of it I think I've ever seen, and it's a crock pot meal. Mm-hmm. It, my, my mouth is literally it's watering. Literally right now. my favorite. And it's funny because like I worked there and like this is definitely like not how it's made, but it like it tastes pretty damn close. Similar. Yeah. Um and it's so easy. So you just take like boneless chicken, you put it in your crock pot and you take um, like a tub of salsa, whatever kind you like. I personally, there's this sweet onion salsa um, at our local store. That's my favorite that I get. And you put it in the crock pot and you put it on low for eight hours. And then when you get close to the eight hour mark, you take a block of cream cheese mm. and you cut it up, drop it in, mix it up, yeah. and then it gets like all creamy. Yeah. And that's basically like the base of like the chicken for that. But then I make the burritos and I add, you know, like the hot sauce and the blue cheese and the chips. And you like take a handful of like scoops, like tor- mm-hmm. tortilla scoops. <laughs> 
and you just crush them in your hand. Oh, now I want to make it. Oh my god, oh. I'm I'm literally I am <laughs> not kidding so, you. I'm drooling right now. It's so good. Um, but yeah, that's a nice, easy, but like really good recipe. You can make tacos, burritos, and like you do not have to like do it like we do it, where it's like totally over the top. I mean, you could even just eat it like that with like lettuce on a burrito, um, or you could be crazy and add nacho cheese and mm. blue cheese and chips like we do. Um, Treat yourself. But yeah, it's really good. And you made um, mushu flavored pork tacos. Was it pork or was it chicken? Pork. Pork? It was, mm-hmm. oh my God. And you had this spread that had like um, like those uh, French onions mm-hmm. and then so, uh, was it cilantro or was it uh, scallop, scallions? Scallions. Scallions, like sliced green scallion. And, like, it was awesome. You just laid out a bunch of flour tortillas that were steamed. Mm -hmm. Which, pro tip on that, if you ever want to make a taco and you just take the taco shell out of the bag and then eat it, you are a barbarian. (laughs) I am sorry, but I'm going to teach you a a trick to make you elevate yourself a little bit. Um, Take a paper towel, one sheet per taco that you're going to make, and wet it so it's damp, like you were going to, like, wipe down a counter or something. And then roll the taco in the damp paper towel mm-hmm. so that it becomes like, almost looks like a, what are those called? The inch, not, taquita. Taquita. Like, yeah, you know, like the little rolled uh, tortillas. So you roll it together. So the paper towel is on the outside mm-hmm. and then the taco is kind of nicely tucked inside of it. And then you stick it in the microwave for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It will change your life. It'll like soften it more, steam it, it and like, make it a little warm. It doesn't make it flour tasting. Yeah, it's it's honestly the way to go. Or if you get corn taco shells, which there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, a huge difference. You throw it on the on a skillet for like on low, like just just mm-hmm. enough to brown it and let it bubble a little bit. Don't overdo it, but just enough, and that will that will change your life as well. Like if yeah. you're making street tacos, that's the move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those mushu pork tacos were. It. it was really good and i honestly like wish i could remember the recipe but it it was just like ground pork with mushrooms and then it had oh my god what was it um it had it was like then it was like the sauce yep. i can't think of what it's called right now sorry that's okay but it, it was, was really, really good. it was really good i just thought of this um one thing we didn't talk about is a really fun... It's actually kind of like a good idea for like a date night. Um, if you like sushi... Oh my God. I, I was actually going to bring this up and I forgot and now you're talking okay. about it. Good. We... I think this is like the coolest thing that we do. It's it's by far the coolest thing Because like made. a lot of people I feel like don't do this at home. And it's one of those things where it's like you're not saving money by doing it. Yeah. If no. anything, it's probably more money to do it. Yeah. Than going out to and a it's sushi like restaurant. it's time-consuming. But it's, I don't know, there's something fun about it's, it. It's a great little date night. So basically, we make our own sushi wow. at home. That was, you didn't even let me like tease oh, them a little bit. sorry. Yeah, we make our own sushi. It's really good. <laughs> and you can go to like, um, I'm, I'm sure if you have a Whole Foods, something like that, um, you there's going to be a little sushi area. If you have a sushi section, in you can do this. In, a, in your yeah. grocery store. Um, you might even be able to buy it from like a sushi restaurant if you just Maybe, ask. Yeah. I don't know. But you, you ask for rice, which is, there's a specific rice. It's sticky. Mm-hmm. You ask for nori, which is our dog's name. Uh, also, <laughs> it's seaweed sheets, which is important. And then you ask for your filling, which if you like California rolls, it's like avocado and carrots well, yeah, and so cream like, cheese. We like, I feel like we cheat because like, People like make their own rice, but like we do not have a rice maker and we're not very good at I'm it. I'm telling you right now, it's not worth making your yeah. own. But like, so we buy like the already made sushi rice and then the seaweed and then we like buy all the fillings that we like, you know, like if you want to make cucumber yep. or sweet like potatoes. cream cheese, sweet potato, um, cucumber, tuna, you said cucumber. Like, tuna. And, and then yeah um just whatever you want and then you get like the fish or you know we make um spicy crab oh dude and that's just imitation crab yeah it's honestly (laughs) ridiculous and then um there's in the international or the asian section um i can't remember what it's called but it starts with an s but it's japanese mayonnaise Mm. it hits different oh what is it called it starts with an s it's like 
sapiki or something. No, oh, I can't I, it's it. it's a big, almost looks like a ketchup bottle, but yeah. it's clear, and then the very t- the cap is red. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's called, but just Wait, I'm it, looking it up. Okay, because. It matters like that shit with your spicy crab. Like just do sriracha, that Japanese mayonnaise, and then Cupie. Cupie. Wow, that's very far from the letter S. Okay, <laughs> um, and then you just you know shred up the the crab and mix it up, and you're welcome. It's so good, but it's I don't know. It's like it's complicated to make, but it's so you're gonna fun. screw it up. And like we've had friends over and we've had like sushi nights. That's so fun. I want to do that again soon. Yeah. But like we just buy a bunch of stuff and like everyone just makes like their own sushi roll. Yep. And like it's so fun. And I don't know. I It's like so cool. Yeah, we'll definitely, um, you know, maybe on the Instagram we'll post a picture of an example because there's mm-hmm. there's been a couple times where we have uh, we have done it with friends. And, and honestly, you screw up your first one. And then the second one you make is, it's like basically flawless. Mm -hmm. Like you figure it out. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. It's just a lot of steps. You need to struggle through it the first time. Yeah, it's a lot of steps. And I feel like you have to get the right stuff. And like sauces make it. 100%. Like you you have to have like the sauces and stuff like that. And then... I can't remember what's the one Like the eel sauce. Eel sauce, yeah. Yeah, like you have to have the sauces that they use like if you were to go get sushi somewhere because it it, like it makes it yeah and you don't have to do raw by the way i don't eat raw sushi yeah you can get like cooked fish or you can get like like the tempura shrimp honestly that's if you want to try sushi never tried it It, if you've ever had like fried fried shrimp that's tempura shrimp Mm -hmm. it's just cold Mm -hmm. and it's not that bad and if you want to heat it up heat it up (laughs) it's awesome yeah um I think one other thing. Did we talk about coochie boards yet? We kind of touched we, on it. Yeah, we touched on but, it. But yeah, you make coochie a damn. Board. You make it. Yeah, charcuterie boards. I know. Why we call it coochie boards? I, I'm not. I'm sure we're not the only ones. But, um, but yeah. What um? Why don't we take a quick break? Okay. And then we'll come back, and I think we should talk about our favorite dishes. Yeah. Quick ad break. Quick. Quick ad break. All right, we will be back after you hear our lovely voices. This message. This message. And we're back. Hello. Wasn't that awesome? <laughs> um, so what do you? What would you say, like, your, the top dish I make is? Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's, like, so many. I don't even know. I mean, I, I don't have one. All right, so like rattle off a couple, and then we can try to narrow it down. Your steak, hands down, amazing. Well, my ribeye steak. Yeah. Yep. So good. Your salmon. Yep. So good. Um, I like your breakfast sliders. Oh yeah, you've been addicted to those. Yeah, so good. But like, you make this sauce. Oh, the the knockoff uh, McDonald's breakfast sauce. Yeah, it's it's. It's not, it's not, it's, it's a good sauce. It's so good, but it is not the same. It's, yeah, it's my knockoff. Um, Wish.com version. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, there's so many things. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I would say those are like my top. I mean, those are like probably on par with what so I think too. So good. Hands down, I think my steak is the best. And it's I, so good. And I'm like. I hate that I say that, but like I, I feel like this, and I'm tooting my own horn. I hate, I hate doing this, but <laughs> it, I think it's ruined steak at restaurants for me. Yeah, same. And it's sous vide. It's, it's. I, I, I bring out a blowtorch <laughs> to sear it because I, I don't have any chill. Yeah. And then the compound butter <sighs> on top. So Actually, I, um, pro tip from a, a guy that, um, was that's my mom's friend. He, um, he uses clarified butter on his steaks. I don't know why I didn't think of that. And you can buy it in a jar. You don't have to make it. And it was, I'm doing it next time we make steak. That was amazing. It's so good. Another thing, like your, so like, and you'll agree with me, I'm not like calling you out or anything, but like you do like your uh, pork, your smoked pork and ribs Uh are really good, but like. I don't know, like, some days you make them and it's, like, not as good. Absolutely. And then, like, other days, I mean, but, like, it really slaps. Yeah. I, like, I it's think, really good. I think it's because I've, I'm, st- I'm, I think I'm, 
getting a lot more consistent with it mm-hmm. because I used to be I used to buy baby back ribs. Mm-hmm. That ain't the move. Mm-mm. St. Louis cut ribs. Mm. And it's a waste because there's so much fucking meat on there, but it protects you because you suck <laughs> at smoking. Because if you don't do baby back ribs perfect, like you're not like tuned like a professional or like competition smoker, you'll screw them up and they're dry immediately. But then St. Louis cut ribs, you can do three, two, one ribs, which is three hours and then two hours wrapped and then one hour open or ish until you get to temp. And St. Louis has extra meat on it, which kind of protects it hmm. from getting screwed up. And those are the ribs that I've made recently are so those cut because they didn't have any baby backs and they were going to charge good. me more. And I was like, no way. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, those are probably hands down the tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody wants recipes on it, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm I want to share. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just so good. I would say I would say probably the only other thing I would think is my top is my venison. Mm, yeah. Um, my 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 venison steaks mm-hmm. because I've I've made it where um you take a a garlic cream cheese spread on a ro- toasted oh, baguette that was really and then good. you slice it really thin mm-hmm. and lay it on top like a little garnish or something on top that you might like that shit is amazing that was really it's good. another like really annoyingly long process but for an appetizer yeah, it's so but good. it's really good i would say that my favorite food that or dish that you've made is easily those barbecue meatballs the cranberry barbecue mm. meatballs you make a bomb shrimp scampi. Mm. Like I think that was like the first dish that you like presented me that you've <laughs> fully made, and it, it like it doesn't get old. <laughs> and then, yeah, your mighty taco knockoff nacho buffito. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty damn good. There is the um, the buffalo chicken wing dip mm. that I first fell in love with you with. <laughs> But listen to episode one, to episode one. <laughs> if you I, don't know what we're talking about. I did not fuck up on that one. Mm. And maybe in the moment. But that one's all we haven't made that in a long time. I know. I want that. <laughs> we need to make that for the Bill's home the Bill's yeah. opener. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Um I don't know. What are your favorites to make? My prosciutto pizza. Oh my god, I forgot about that, that shit. That that's one of my favorites. That is that so good. Just it's, a pizza crust with arugula on it. <laughs> well, no, it's not just arugula. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pizza crust, and then I caramelize onions in butter and rosemary. I forgot that part. And then I put olive oil, I put the onion mixture that I make, and then I put prosciutto. Um, and then what else do I do? Cheese. Um, and what then kind of cheese is it? I use mozzarella. Yeah, okay. And then I bake it, and then it comes out, and then I put arugula on top, and then balsamic glaze. Oh, my God. It's like, one- it's really simple, but it's so good. It is so, and it's one of those that, like, I refuse to learn how to make, because I only like it when you make it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a really good one. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I make so many different things all the time mm-hmm. that i don't have like core things i totally forgot about that, that prosciutto pizza you haven't made that shit in a long I know, time it's been a while our, well, our friend tim is like obsessed with him every time he comes over i feel like you make it yeah oh damn yeah. i want that shit <laughs> but yeah this was definitely a fun episode though i i think we 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 scratched the surface on our our food talks, and yeah. I'm sure it'll sprinkle into the rest of our episodes coming up. But that that is a, a, a little peek into the highlight reel of our food adventures. Yeah, big foodies over here. And if you have like really good recipes that you absolutely love that are your favorites, we love trying new recipes and foods and stuff. So like. Definitely share them with us. We will call you out if they're good. The, yeah, like I would love to try like other like people's recipes of things. Yep. But yeah. Well, this was great. And sorry that we've literally been sick for like eight weeks. 
But every time we try to do a podcast, one of us is coughing uncontrollably. And it's been rough, man. And then, like, we feel better and we get back on and we're like, hell yeah, we're yep. never going to let that happen again. And then it happens again. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's been rough. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see y'all next time. In the next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want food now. Me too. Okay. We let's have tacos. Un- uncrust- no, Uncrustables. Ugh. Let's go. <laughs>